fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 what's up everybody, it's Saturday, January 28th, 2012, episode one of the four of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. Does this say 2011 in the doc? I don't <laughs> Until know. I was like, January 20th, 2011, that's not right. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is your weekly cannabis, marijuana, pot, reefer, ganja discussion. Uh, we try and hit the, the finer points of it. Uh, I have been around it most of my life. Uh, Ian peddles it legally <laughs> in his... Peddles! <laughs> Ian's a drug dealer, and I uh, smoke it. So there we go. <laughs> that's that's our credentials. Uh, give us a call live, 406-204-4687. Uh, first and foremost, you can get us on Stitcher, and if you go to hotboxpodcast.com, click on the Stitcher thing, use promo code HOTBOX, you'll give us a buck. How about that, right? You don't want to just give us a dollar because you got to give that to the MTCIA. You can't hear the MTCIA on Stitcher, so that you can give us a buck that way. So uh, do that. Also, there's we use Facebook. Uh, we use all of the social networks, Google Plus and such. You can go on, on Google Plus and just search for Hotbox or Marijuana or anything like that, and you'll find us. Uh, on Facebook, there's a really cool page slash group, I think they're the same thing now, uh, that I got, someone, I don't even know who invited me to it, but it's really awesome, it's called the Great Debate Page, and I just want to give a shout out to those guys, there's a ton of just amazing discussion on marijuana legislation, drug laws, prohibition, uh, religion, I mean, anything that is like, this is the great debate. Yeah, currently, creationism seems to be the hot topic. But it's the there's 260 members in there. Let's uh, let's let's get a few more in there, and it, let's continue. I think regardless of the platform, these kinds of discussions need to happen. And if we could reach out to the opponents and bring them in, and really try our hardest not to tra la 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 la, you know, not to flame them and turn into complete trolls, and actually have a discussion. What are their concerns? Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. What are your concerns? I w- we will help you work through this. We can recommend a, a fine cannabis, a sativa perhaps. Maybe if you're a little anxious, uh, a nice indica. Who knows? Who knows? But I think these discussions need to happen. So if you can go to hotboxpodcast.com slash great debate, that'll take you there. Or just search on Facebook for great debate. So, uh, good stuff. Before the show, this is why you should join us for the live show, because you get all this inside baseball kind of stuff. Uh, We were listening and streaming the reefer rhetoric rebuttal, if you will, uh, to Ian's rebuttal to the whole theory of Professor Blunston's that Obama's going to get reelected, and at the end of his term, in a lame duck session, he's going to peace out and legalize weed, and that's going to be the end of it. Um, we had some interesting uh, conversation about it pre-show. Um, 
basically. Oh, that wasn't live. No, well, that was live. Oh, but okay. this is recorded. Oh, so, okay, right. right. Podcast listeners, maybe if you want to just catch them up real quick. That's why I wanted to start so, like right after. I didn't realize that I was actually going to be rebuttaling somebody's well, comment no, it's, and then it's expecting a, a response. I thought that well, that was like yeah. a. I I really didn't. Know I wasn't who, expecting a response. I, oh, okay, <laughs> but well, they did. I guess I'm. A, I guess it's I cool. guess I just I wouldn't. You I need to do what they any... did and preface this with "I love you guys." Oh yeah, okay. but you're. A I don't know you guys, but idiot. if you're on the no. air talking <laughs> just, about anything uh, that kidding. we have in common, it's fucking awesome. That and I awesome. agree with the whole. Uh, uh, not yeah. everybody agrees, and I certainly have a different opinion than most of our listeners. I think right. As Ian's far as... just trying to get his. And <laughs> right, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying right. to do. Handcuff me again, Mister DEA agent. Damn please. it! Damn it! So, um. <laughs> I guess I have absolutely no faith that anybody in our federal government has my best or has, you know, me in mind or what's going to Any happen to Any of our best me. interests. Yeah, our best interests are not in their minds. And legalizing cannabis would be a uh, in my best interest. Um, but also in theirs to make some money? Or no way. It, um, no, right? It, there it, are, they make more money in There are prison. hundreds of thousands of people employed by cannabis being illegal. And sure, they yep. could find new lines of work, but how you wouldn't want to be the president that put you know, a third of the law could enforcement you, out of a job. Who funded your campaign? I mean, you could you even Not just... Not marijuana. No, I know. That's what. <laughs> so I'm why would you? Why would you go out of your way to support something right, that yeah. didn't help you? That's what I'm and saying. And if, like, if the if people he, that funded his campaign would be pissed that he did that, and somebody would call in a hit. Not to mention, not to mention all of the individuals that right. feel that cannabis should be illegal, which may not be more than half of the American population, but. It would cause quite the shitstorm. There would be thousands right? and thousands and thousands of people Facebook out of jobs. Adds the timeline mandatory, and, and that then, causes a shitstorm. I mean, people right. just are like, "Change, fuck!" Right, and then and then think about it. So, let's say you're already in jail. Are they going to let out all of the cannabis offenders that are in jail? See, Only like, the ones that didn't have concurring drug or uh, gun charges, also. Right. <laughs> like, just sh- raise show of hands. Who so, just got busted for marijuana? No, no cocaine, no guns, not just marijuana. Like, right? Yeah, never. I just, I mean, there's, I, I have absolutely See, no faith. That that's Finn, gonna happen. Light Ten says you don't have a million dollar lobbyist, and that's what we need. And we're seeing that in the tech industry with uh, Google and these bigger companies that are starting to get affected by legislation. They're starting to realize because they're really young companies in the scheme of things. They don't know how this whole. I mean, I'm sure they, they have lawyers that know, but they don't really have to play this game. And we're starting to see that. You know, we have Eric Schmidt in in uh, Washington, like being a lobbyist almost. And right. it's, it's a weird shift to R- kind of Writing see. a law and convincing elected officials to sponsor that bill. Right. And so you have to convince we the people that the law is for our best interest. You have to convince them that it's going to make them the most money and it's in their best interest. And then you probably have a board that you have to convince that it's going to be most profitable and in their best interest. And right. you're lying to 
everybody. Well, right? not necessarily. You know, the, and for whatever reason, this makes me think about uh, the guy that got a fifty-year sentence for his pirating activities, mm-hmm. and then the guy that raped and murdered some woman and then burnt her body got a much like his sentence was half. What kind of standard does that set? The pirate guy. So, so the guy that was pirating software uh, maybe pinched a couple hundred dollars out of somebody's pocket, and he mm-hmm. gets fifty years. If that, the yeah. guy that raped and murdered some lady and then burnt her body. Well, he didn't actually like harm anyone's pocketbooks. Just somebody's emotional well, connection that lady's to that not other being. Consume anymore, so that's somebody's dollar sign. Oh, that's true. But so you have this rapist murderess that yeah, gets that's 20, 20 years, and then you have somebody that's pirating software that gets fifty year sentence. And so, like, there's no. There's that's a weird standard that that sets. That says to society as a whole, we would rather you rape and murder than download. We'd rather you and, kill somebody than fuck with the and, MPAA's. And, that government margin. that says that is certainly not going to legalize marijuana. It has to go. It's so yeah, it has to go. That, or it has or, to go. Or That's we got to go. Bottom line, it or us has to go. This this rock ain't big enough for the three of us anymore. Just saying. Uh, Just Fanlight Ten says Ron Paul says he will. What do you think of that? I see a lot of buzz on Facebook about the Ron well, Paul. Ron man. Paul won't be elected, so whatever he says <laughs> doesn't really matter. All right. Moving on, um, I, I mean, is I, it what is it what as is good it? as any of the other candidates? I mean, why I, won't he? He's well, not black because the rest of He's the not. people in politics don't want him ah, to be elected. This is our game, so you can go fuck yourself. This right, is like ours. this this radicalist in some people's eyes, Ron Paul, that wants to abolish all of these federal programs. A lot of it I agree with, and a lot of it that. You know, I mean, I, I understand the ideals. Is, the one thing that I like about Ron Paul is that he that he has done the least amount of flip-flopping. What true. he has been saying is what he has been saying for the last 20 years. It's been the same message. And so he's done the least amount of flip-flopping. Does anybody and on else that alone, he would have my support over any of the other candidates. Just his integrity. But our current, exactly, but our current... Uh, system of government and the population is not going to elect this guy. You and your ball got to go home. You were just mentioning that on Facebook, you know, somebody mentions change and everybody freaks out. Well, Ron Paul would change things up quite immensely if he had his way. And people are a little adherent to that. Policies like I I feel like I only closed walls because I don't have TV so I'm not open to like these advertisements. His foreign policy is what's the rest of him? It's all I hear is marijuana. Right. Well, foreign like policy is pretty much close up the borders and stop giving money. Self-sufficiency? Because I'm stop, down with that. We yeah. need to be so much more self-sufficient than we already are because we're not. It's, it's fascinating how much money that we give to other countries. It is. Um, and Ron Paul would like to stop giving these other countries but that's, money. that's the ideal of capitalism. You have to sell high, buy low. And if these other countries are making it lower... To appease again that I don't board, mean for products. To, I just oh. mean giving them money for nothing. Oh, just like here you go. go we buy give some we nukes. give away billions go every year to guns. other countries. That's fine. I got some AKs for sale. Right. We give billions of dollars away every year to other countries just to give them money. And so Ron Paul would like to stop that. He'd like to abolish several. Well, um, is that a bad thing? Uh, that's your opinion. What if do you, you think, think that's bad or not? I think that's good. What do you think? Um. 
I mean, is there a reason? I, well, we're I, I don't. Money I can't to... give an educated answer because I don't actually know what that money is doing in these other countries. Right? Is it? Is it, it could be helping. Is it helping spread AIDS in Africa, or is it helping no, prevent AIDS in Africa? That's is the it, Vatican. Is it? Ian. Oh, <laughs> that's the okay. Vatican. You're confusing them again. You know, is it? Is it? Is yeah, it that's doing a good point. something beneficial for is some it society? weird that when and, I hear that, I instantly think they're buying weapons and guns. Like when well, I hear we're giving money to other we, countries, we do that. Inst- we do that anyway. I mean, we gave the Mexican drug cartels. But I don't first go to oh we're helping people. I go to oh you're going to go buy weapons <laughs> right. and kill shit. Well, well right. I think that's what I mean. We do that as well. That's I mean, press- we give guns to right. organizations Israel. like Mexican drug cartels because it's easier to track the weapons than the drug dealers for Weird, whatever right? reason. So, um, we do all sorts of fucked up things. He wants to abolish the IRS. So that's something that I think most tax-paying citizens... So does that mean I'm not going to get my taxes back? <laughs> you wouldn't have to pay taxes. Oh. But then in the way I'm that not you do now. get anything back, though, then. Right. Well, okay, right. so in, in 2000, in the year 2000, um, the amount our government was spending on taxes, um, or I'm sorry, the amount that our government was spending could have been completely paid for without um, payroll taxes... Um, because our payroll taxes really only pay for such a small amount. Does that amount. mean me and you would actually have to go outside and fill potholes? No, I no, 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 no. So to. income taxes. See, fuel, gasoline is taxed to pay, help pay for highways and things like that. Right. So income tax, though, is really just a small percentage of the money that our government brings in every month or every year, and the, our government spending has increased so much mm-hmm. that. Um, if we could spend the same amount on government that we did in the year 2000, we wouldn't have to collect income taxes because there would be no need for that extra money. Our government gets would income through other things as right. well. So through who was corporate supposed taxes to keep that, and through other things. Who should have been keeping that in check, making sure that the money in is not more than the money out or is more than the money out? Who, like, who should have been keeping tabs on that? That seems how did it got so out of control gradually. Like, somebody wasn't like, um, if we keep doing this, we're going to be completely in debt to China, and they're going to own all our forests. Well, we've been in debt for the last hundred years. That's what I'm saying. Like, at what point? I mean, that's a job, right? That's the treasurer. Sure. But here's the thing of, is that <laughs> money, um, I don't know. you know, every dollar that we have in, in the American economy is, is lent to us from the Federal Reserve. Right. With, and so for every dollar, there's a little bit of interest. The Federal Reserve isn't a uh, – it's, it's, it's not really part of the American government. It's, 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 it's a, a private right, it's a, industry. It's, the sorts. Federal Reserve sounds governmental because it's Federal Reserve. But it's not it's – not, our, it's not our government. We are borrowing First the money. interstate is a bank, not Correct. an interstate. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Same point. So um, <laughs> uh, the, Ron Paul abolishing some of these these uh, governmental programs, I, I don't know them all. Like I said, I, I he, he, because of his unelectability, because of – um, the powers that be would never want that in their governmental system because of the loss of jobs and income for certain individuals. Um, I just don't feel that that's something that's going to happen. Um, I don't. I don't really like any of the candidates. I think that they're all asinine. But I do watch John Stewart, and he Can ruins your say, opinion I of everyone. I just don't want a Mormon elected. Why not? Because I feel like they would really. He would go over the top with those high horse Mormon values and would try to push that on everybody. And I don't want 
I don't like that. There's already missionaries doing that. I know. I don't need the president also doing that. And I don't like, I can't trust people who think morality comes from God. I have a really hard time in my head reconciling their, (laughs) well, I don't even know what to call it, but I can't, uh, I can't take them seriously. So no Republicans for you, because part of the Republican thing and the Tea Party thing is is all about God. Yeah, see, Justin Fantan says no coffee. (laughs) I know, like, they are crazy. But anyone that has magic underwear, like, I can't take that seriously. I don't think that he's been on a mission. So? So There's he evil would, everywhere, brother. So yeah, I know, but the magic everywhere. underwear comes from being an elder in the church. Sorry, I'm a recovering Mormon. Oh, so, so I doubt he wears his magic underwear, and I doubt that he would have access to temples whenever he pleased. Like, well, I don't know. As the president, he might. Well, that's true. Could you imagine that's the true. White House as a big Mormon temple? <laughs> kind of <laughs> like already... eight first wives and shit. <laughs> God, this ceremony is going to take forever. <laughs> Justin Van says that he did go on a mission. Oh, really? Man. Oh, man. So maybe are he we does wear his about, magic underwear. Are we talking about Mitt Romney? or There was another one, too, right? There was I two Mormons running. I don't know. I, I just read that on Facebook. I I, <laughs> Everything I know, I don't watch I read television. On, it's really, like, it's crazy. It's really it's hard a, to know anything. And plus, I mean, it's so it's so produced. It's so manufactured, This all these debates and all this. You it's know, a it's, movie. It's so it's entertaining. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, what's that talent show that's on TV? America's Got Talent? This yeah. is like America's Got Politics. You know, it's like it's so fabricated and so and so uh, uh, manufactured that I mean, it's it's probably unbearable to watch. I mean, I've seen little clips and things. It, it just seems enormously. Could you imagine that that's your daily routine? You get off work and you come home and you flip the TV on and you just absorb. Well, and not to like, mention mind blowing, dude. Well, and not to mention that the, the, the these people are running for office. They're trying to earn votes. So everything that they're saying. It has nothing to do with what they're actually going to do in office. It's the theory that you tell it's, someone what they want to hear for the time being. Right. They're, the, you know, they're, they're, they're auditioning for a role the in our government. They're theory. auditioning. And then once they actually get the role, they can do whatever they like. And you can see that in all of our past presidents promising some things to get into the position and then falling through on most of those. And Obama being a a proponent of that. I mean, he's he's promised a lot and done a lot of nothing except for doing the opposite of what he promised. It's no good. So when you have, so will he get reelected then? Fuck, I don't know. Look in your fucking magic eight ball. I I could care less. My sources think yeah. You think so? No, I don't know. Honestly, Um, are are you going to vote in this? If what do you vote when there's no? Because I haven't based on. No, no, no. Donald Duck, how about I just don't waste my time? Well, that kind of thing, you know? I started locally with that. And I listened to a show the other day. I forget what podcast it was. I listened to a ton. But they said the way to make changes isn't to address the president, isn't to do all this big. you got to focus locally. And he said you'd be amazed it, it, once you put your mind to it and start actually actively doing that locally, though not you know nationwide things change like you can actually make something happen um i do vote um here's here's my thing and this is something that i'm sure other people will disagree with yet again is that i have a really hard ethical time endorsing the lesser of two evils yep. i i really don't feel like just because you're not as bad as the other guy you deserve my endorsement Me and my homeboy Occam. we and go so, down there every and, and 
so people disagree with that and saying that well you need to vote for the candidate that you feel best matches your thing your your where you want to see this country going and the answer is really none of them like none of the above there, there's there, there there are really there isn't a candidate that i feel that's even really headed in the right direction not to mention you you don't know the candidates and oregon green in the chat room is saying oh no that's not oregon green yeah it is um they're just talking about how, um, yeah, Elec- elections are won by the people Election. who don't show up to vote. Yeah. And that it's easy to stay up on date. It's easy to stay up to date on issues if you know where to look online. Right. But th- what's being portrayed, like I said, it's so manufactured. It's so, it's so artificial. That's why you rely on the, the online issues, sources. You the issues that I would like to see uh, addressed, are they may speak about them, but yeah. that has, you, you, I'm not going to trust them. I'm not going to take their word on what they're saying. And, and that's from, and, and that's from experiencing other elections and going through several of them and, and trying to stay up to date on issues and then being completely let down when that individual gets let into office. No, I didn't vote for Obama, but thank God, because how he do hasn't f- done anything that he said he was going to do. How do you feel four years after four years after four years of constantly going out and being like, this is, this is the one and then just completely being let down? Just completely being lied to your face. Um, like the, I couldn't deal with that. If 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 we could hold these individuals accountable for their lies, and I mean, you see it in the, and a few of the clips that I've seen of these debates. You know, some of these some of these people that are running for office, they don't even know what they're talking about. No, they're, they, at all. they've practiced at these all. speeches and they've practiced what to they say. They didn't even write the speeches, half right? The time. And so, you know, like the one guy that was saying like that there there's three things he was going to do, and he listed the first one, and he listed the second one, and then the third one. He couldn't think of. And Ron Paul leans over and says, abolishing the EPA. And he says, yeah, abolish the EPA. And, no. and then he's like, oh, uh, shit. No way. I, oh, I, no, he I didn't mean Ron, that. You Ron know? Burgundy. And so here's this person running for president, and he's got three issues, but he can't remember the third one. They're not his issues then. Whose issues not at are all. they? The speechwriter? So, your campaign crew? Who is it? Um, Who should we elect? Oregon Green says Obama promised change, and he has provided some changes it's probably just not the changes that you were hoping for the national defense authorization act oh yeah that was a good one yeah the that, one that makes that, all of us criminals right look? that that causes change yeah. but it's not really the kind of change that we want i remember there was a picture of a, a homeless person standing on the side of a road with a piece of cardboard and he says uh um uh something about asking for money you can keep your change. You know, like, he, he's not looking for change. He wants actual money. I saw money. one that said no, Obama. Ooh. So, <laughs> um... Oh, Lord. About promising change, I mean, you gotta you have to be careful what you ask for. And so... I agree. Some of the things that, that he promised, if he promises change, yeah, there are gonna be changes, but it, not be, it might not be the changes that you want. And I think that goes for anybody running for a political office. I mean, it's such a it's such a, a manufactured um, um, it's a TV movie. presentation. It's a movie. Exactly. Watch this. It's, we'll it's, we'll bring it up to a huge climax, and then we'll we'll be the victors. It has to have an antagonist and a protagonist. We need a villain in order for this whole thing to work. And we see that kind of through history. There's always been like. A villain to kind of, and sure, some of it's they they do it. You know, the villain themselves is like, oh, I got these nukes, I'm gonna go bomb shit. But I think we manufacture a lot of that to get people there. You know, it's, it's creepy. Um, 
a Justin fan in the chat says you get your biggest impact in politics at the local level. That's what that's, I was, th- and yeah. and that's correct because so. that affects your life directly. That's in your sphere of, of right, influence, right. and so you know when you when your local government makes a law, like if it's a state or if it's even a county, or you know when the city council comes up with some ordinance that changes the way that you have to go about your daily life, that's what you experience first and foremost. With the federal thing, the influence is so much harder to to implement because of the competition being so uh, resource wealthy, whether it's with money or votes or political power or whatever it may be to to try to to swing some change at that level. It, it takes quite a bit of energy, whether that's participation from people, not armchair participation, but actual participation with things. And I don't think that there's enough of that either. There's a lot of, yeah, like you said, people sitting at home and being like, oh, I'll click a link or I'll, I'll, I'll send an email. But when it comes down to it, yeah, it's, I mean, th- there, there is a bit, but not as much. I think if, during the whole SOPA type of thing, I think if in order to affect the change that we did, we had to actually go somewhere. And granted, the Occupy movement, whatever, but... I think it wouldn't have been as, like, wow, you know, right. as dramatic as, oh, we, we can all sit here. I'm curious how many of those phone calls were generated by botnets or, you know, like, right. there's, there's a lot of technology that we own and we take advantage of to make our numbers. And, I mean, the numbers are there, but we kind of inflate the authority of those numbers through our technology to kind of drive the point home. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I mean, I, I can know. agree it's, with that. It's interesting. I think the more the technology progresses and evolves i think it's going to we're going to start seeing not necessarily a full open source government but it will generally move towards that direction of more transparency more getting connected to the people via this technology and i think that'll be good because then we'll really see what they're about you are know? you calling for a revolution uh, i've you know that's a belligerent act under the national defense authorization act I'm of 2012 god damn it <laughs> My android beanie and my happy smile and my carefree life. <laughs> Shit. God, I can't wait to bomb a fucking building, you infidels. I'm sorry. Red flags, red flags. All right. Uh, you can call in live also, 406-204-4687, if you have anything to say about this. Uh, coming in from Facebook, Matthew Thompson says, I consider... My show, a talk show. You broadcast live. You're just a kind of talk show host who posts your show as a podcast for the people who can't catch it live. What? I bet if you stop putting the show up as a podcast, you'd get a lot more live listeners. Hmm. That's it, guys. Podcast is over. This is now <laughs> a live Justin.tv exclusive. So, <laughs> Sorry, I, don't, I just wanted to say that. Thank you, Matthew. So, so we should so we shouldn't podcast it so we have more. We live shouldn't. Listeners? So stop recording and we'll just stream live. This will be way easier. <laughs> I won't have to edit or nothing. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for following us on Justin TV. If you do that, you'll actually get an email when the show goes live. So do that. And 
I mean, I'm really flattered that, uh, you know, all of People these other individuals <laughs> in the chat room are participating no, this with is us. What I mean, it's Saturday more. night, you know Imagine what I mean? And I think it's, like, since I've been doing the show, the the population in the chat room has really grown a lot. Which it's is, all you. you know, it's really, yeah, right. They like you. Yeah, they like to disagree with me. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> Esoteric, crazy, <laughs> crazy ideas. <laughs> When the hell is this idiot going to say this week? But imagine if we could utilize this kind of technology and hold public government podcasts and people in the chat can be like, I disagree with that. Or you could really do, you could make this thing so much more. Well, that's what voting is for. But that's such a, there's such a delay. We need, uh, dude, we need so much closer to. So like on everybody's phone, there's like a government voting app. And like just, you got, like you're constantly having to like put your opinion in. Before we vote, before we vote, to have discussions, you can get to know a candidate way better if you can see them. This way you can see us. You can see our facial expressions and us, you know, our, our mannerisms. You can't see if they're giving you the finger. They broadcast congressional hearings on CNN. Everyone, ha- you can't interact. I feel like the they interaction level is not. You could uh, TiVo it and then watch it like later. a week later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's why you kill the podcast <laughs> and you yeah. just do live shows. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would like to see our local government once a month get together in a nice boardroom and do a fucking podcast and do it live. Is that so much to ask? Well, I think that we've talked I about that. I would also like to see them hire me to help them do that. Just saying. <laughs> I think we've talked about that before as far as like running for office and, and a campaign platform about getting your constituents involved in your decision making process so that when a decision that you, when, when the time came for you to make a decision, the, the issue would be posted on a forum somewhere and the people that lived in your voting district have access to that. No one else. Just the people in your voting district, and so that you would you could hear everybody's opinion. There could be a poll on every issue and you could vote on that. As long as it was just the constituents in your voting district, therefore you would be representing your constituents, and you can do to that. a T. And by IP, I mean it's. it's you could dope. also you could also see you know like other people that lived in your district. If someone disagreed, you, they could post why they disagreed, and when you voted against someone in your voting district's wishes, they could go on the web or they could go to your site and see why you voted that way. Yeah. Because there was 30% more people that it, wanted it that way. It gives way. a level of accountability and responsibility to not just spout off at the mouth what you what you think we want to hear, but right. then, then we're going to hold you to the fire if you don't and, because you're right there. And, and uh, Hold up. Montana Wizard says, like, lie on TV by Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. the, the one thing about having local, uh, you know, I met some of our, our, our congressmen uh, last year during mm. our last legislative season. And it, again, it's, it's, it's just seeing somebody face to face. I mean, you're still going to get canned responses because they're, they're, they're trained. That's their game. They have to do that. You know, right. they, they can't be too personal because of of the position that they're in. We see that they would like to be reelected. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and God forbid you actually record one of their conversations or or hold them to their word, which would be tragic because there isn't a way for us to hold our elected officials accountable. Can we do that? Look via at how tech? many lies and how many like how many sentences have come out of these people's mouths that yeah. is just asinine. That's that's completely incorrect. And 
and damaging to our local society, but there's nothing you can do about it. Can we make laws that say no. you're lying? I, like we in court, if we lie, we get in a little more trouble, that type of thing. When a but, cop thinks you're lying to them, all of a sudden they weren't pain. lying. Like there was a politician. It was intentions. That I intended to completely do that. I'm I was sorry. trying to prove a point. I wasn't trying to convey facts. I was just trying to prove a point. That's called a lie. This but is where I stand. Not using, I'm not going to do it. Right. Using our language, you can twist a lie into not quite a lie but you were just trying to prove a point you weren't there to cite facts you were just trying to prove your point you were trying to prove how you feel about the subject and you had to lie through your teeth to make that point yeah montana wizard is right he says we have or she he she they say we have too many conflicting laws now we have we have too many laws we have too many laws right can we break it down to just the top 10 perhaps Borrow a couple from Put here. Put that in the great debate Borrow page. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's ten commandment slash laws. Don't be a dick. Don't steal people's stuff. Don't kill people. Don't force chicks to have sex with you unless they're your girlfriend. <laughs> Don't. I mean, you could easily come up with. And I saw that on the great debate page. Somebody said, "Why don't we write up a patient's bill of rights?" I'd like to take the word "patient" out of there. And say, why don't we write the Bill of Rights? So it could be ignored? Yes. Like To make it official. One? To say, here, we the people, not based on morality given from God, but by our own free will and acts thereof, hold ourselves accountable to these standards. And we can take those standards and live in a place and make it paradise. Like an island or Matt's, such. A clip of Matt's universe. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> Utopia. Saying. Utopia. It, That's I where mean, Matt lives every day. Like, it's it's surprising, you know, that he comes out of his cloud. To, expectations. To, I don't leave my house unless I have to. To do this podcast. Like, you know, go to work and shit. <laughs> but, I mean, would that, it wouldn't matter, right? And so that, that leads us to uh, some marijuana-related uh, items that... If we see states like Washington, they're they're all they're wanting to put in, and Idaho's not doing it for full, but for medical, we're seeing these states put these measures on ballots. We have it here. We've had it since oh four oh six oh four, and shit still happens. Mm-hmm. Not through any of our own mistakes or what have you, but we still get raided. So yes. what is the point? Are they wasting? Should you be taking that money and saving it for when you do get arrested instead of? Because I don't. Is it just to have it on the books? Like, yay, another medical marijuana state that's going to get busted by the feds. We have to focus federally, but we can't. Right. Right. So you know, in 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 a medical so we marijuana leave the state, we as, say peace out, going to Portugal. As as a patient in a medical marijuana state, you are protected from your local police officers, but not from federal agents. And so, as that might be some relief, whether you're getting pulled over for a speeding citation, they use or, our local resources, though. We absolutely, local... because then once they have a court order or uh, a the once they signed. have the 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 warrant or signed not... by a district judge, right. then they can enroll the the help of local law enforcement to to assist with these uh, raids um and and that's because of a law that has been passed in congress that the that the federal government can enlist the services of local law enforcement to aid them in whatever they so choose right. but 
having a medical marijuana law saves you from the local police, the 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 police department, the highway patrol. We have patrol, seen that those here, right? We have absolutely seen and any... people people are able to go on their merry way with cannabis in the vehicle because they are a card holding patient. The local police can't do anything about it, and the federal government has no interest in patients. They have interest in the people that are manufacturing and distributing this substance that the state says they can do. Right. So you know, as as a patient. You shouldn't really be worried about the federal government kicking down your door unless you are manufacturing and a provider as yourself. A legit business that pays taxes and Right. So the government right. sees that as as, you know, you're you're the drug dealer like and and I think It's backwards though. I wouldn't be here providing if there wasn't people lining up at the door for it. I didn't get them addicted to it by any stretch of the imagination. It's not an addictive Don't say sub- addicted to cannabis. And that's what I'm saying. It's not oh, okay. an addictive substance in as far as pills or coke or crack or heroin. Like it's not in that class, but they want to say that it's the dispensers well, I, th- fault. I think I think that um, like that's not right well no but you know it's it's I think it's like some people's opinions thinking that you know because I because I work at a dispensary and because I'm dispensing cannabis to patients I'm also like pushing drugs at- upon people like hey man give me that extra 20 bucks and I'll hook you up with this little bit of extra you know this will get you extra high or whatever and that's and that's not necessarily what it's it is none like, of your concern you exactly. know you want your patients or whatever they they have to be called now you want them to have a good experience so that they have a good experience well because you're not a dick it's it's really about (laughs) guiding their their cannabis needs or you know what i mean right but you're not upselling you know right no like are you having a seizure try this (laughs) right (laughs) exactly um it's it's not the dispensary's fault for getting people interested in cannabis um and and i think that if somebody except for the individuals that tried cannabis because it became medical and there is a good portion of those individuals that oh okay well now it's legal to the state so i'm gonna i'm gonna try this out and how many of them were satisfied many of them pretty sweet number of them right but then but then with the new legislation and and the way that our laws are changing it it resorts people back to feeling like a second class citizen and um the mtcia or the montana cannabis industry association um We've talked about this before, but we've hired a an attorney. His name's uh, uh, Getz, and we have donated and um, done fundraising and raised Paid so much money for, for this services guy. rendered. And, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he he's prepared this report. It's his argument um, against the state on their ruling on the new law. And so all of our all of your donations and all of the money that's been put into the MTCIA. If has, you're this is let's preface by saying this is local to Montana. So if you live out of state, this doesn't really concern you but you should think about maybe starting an industry association in your state i think that the more states we can get either mtcias or hot boxes or you know whatever in you know the more that we can do this the better off you know we'll have a a, we'll have a better experience overall and justin fan says it right 63 pages of dreamy arguments and and i think every dollar that we have paid him this is a this is a good um, Isn't a symbol for what, what we've paid for. I is, mean, all of his arguments are are very well founded. They're rock solid. As you're reading them, you're kind of like, but oh, are they the same arguments we've made no. over and over? No. Is this like the the thing that you prepared that just no? Got this, is, this is this like, is this is um, addressing each issue that the state presented in the based courtroom based on law. 
Correct. Okay. So based on Senate Bill 423, he's gone through the whole law and and picked it apart. And each provision of the law, he has made an argument against why or, or why, it's why it shouldn't be there. Right. Exactly. And so um, the arguments aren't the same thing that we've been hearing. You know, he likes to point out that the state provided no evidence for any of their claims. Like they haven't been able to provide a shred of evidence that cannabis is harmful. And we have evidence to the the contrary correct and so the state's defense is well it's illegal federally so so it's bad yet that's not necessarily like that's not an argument you but know? I, and those are the kinds of conversations we should be having with these people and because a lot of people i think do base their decision on oh well they said this like well here's what the evidence shows i mean people do that in all people don't think logically about things there's no rational um the Justin Fan says many of them are the same arguments. He just does it in a legally referenced manner, which is really refreshing for somebody Justin that's Fan. been following this for a long time because it's refreshing to see these ideas and these thoughts put out in a manner that that you know professionals will understand. And the right. points are very clear. You know, he he makes a very good point in a short paragraph. Whereas uh, you know a lot of cannabis supporters have to. You know, we are some set some ground rules, fool. you know, and it's like you got to smoke three joints before you get your point across about how right, cannabis is beneficial. Right. And he does it in a paragraph legally notice. Right. Concise. And, and so it's really refreshing. I think it's good for everybody Everyone to read those an, kinds an of edit. things and and see where the money that we've raised has gone and and what it's produced. And and it's more than 63 pages of of information. It's his uh, effort to fight our fight with us, which is invaluable, really, um, because he's good at what he does. And after reading key. after reading this document, I'm actually really excited for when this goes back to court because I, I, I hope that it puts the state's um, um, witnesses kind of, you know, on edge. Like, oh, you know, I hope that they're, they're not just a bunch of stoner. Like, you pass right, well, the bar? And Holy I know that, shit. I know that obviously the state has this document as well, and, and they're going over it and, and just trying going, to oh, counterbalance fuck, oh, fuck, it. Oh, fuck. You know, but, it, but some of the points to me as a cannabis supporter are really rock solid. And some of the things that he asks for the state to produce they're not going to be able to produce it'll be interesting to see how the state flip-flops or backpedals to or or completely ignores it and just continues on the same path i mean depending how on the judge it? depending on whatever i mean i don't know that's why i'm interested that's why i'm excited for this to happen and and really like in in montana's medical marijuana industry it's been one thing after the other you know it's we haven't had six months of calm or we haven't anyway. We've, we've had several months at a time with nothing major going on. But this last year has been this roller coaster of of different events, you know, good or bad or good or bad. Um, and so bringing this part of our industry to a head is very exciting. It'll be nice to I mean, if it goes the other way, it's going to set some pretty negative precedents, in which case whatever and and we've been saying that whatever. since all this got started is that montana's really at the tip of the spear on all of this because oh, yeah. we're pushing these issues a little bit harder than the other states right and i mean we're starting to see it here that colorado is going to be targeted and i mean have we haven't really seen that many raids there yet have we i in mean california we're not there colorado oh if you live no. in colorado and you have any experience in this leave us a message at 406-204-4687 or email info at hotboxpodcast.com we'd like to 
It, it's good to get people checking in that are in these other states mm-hmm. to say, look, this is what's happening here. You know, Denton and and Professor Blunston uh, from from Reefer Rhetoric and, and that down in Texas. It's good to have more of that. You should all be starting podcasts. <laughs> Just dedicate your life to the cause. But yeah, so they're. I don't know. They're they're they say uh, February twenty seventh. Uh, that's Colorado U.S. Attorney John Walsh. He says one of them has a yoga room and a hypnotherapist, and is within a thousand feet of a school. Uh, and there were others targeted by doing yoga close to a school. That's Holy out of shit. hand, right? Don't spread that BS. Come on, how dare you? <laughs> uh, Walsh told uh, the Post that the dispensaries were a potential quote threat to kids. The good old internet child porn argument, as I like to call it, <laughs> not the kids. Oh fuck! I forgot about the kids. Fuck. Do you want this kid to get raped? No, not the kids. I'll move. 1,500 feet, is that cool? I don't know how big these plants get. Better be careful. And and since kids can walk into a dispensary and get cannabis anyway. Fix it, but if that kid does... Is there a bar closer? Can the kid walk into the bar and grab a bottle of Jack? Where's the kid's parents? At home, smoking pot? (laughs) That they just picked up at their dispensary and forgot to pick the kid up. Oh man, we drove by the dispensary. We're not very good at smoking pots. (laughs) We need more practice. We're even worse parents. (laughs) But seriously, like I mean, isn't that why we have these well-written, clear-cut, concise regulations on how we may operate our businesses? Do those all those kids have medical marijuana cards? Then it's no problem. It's not like, oh, I don't know, the liquor store where they can just pay some homeless dude two bucks to go get them a bottle. Like, there are... There's the same risk. How many kids have you sold pot to, Ian? Uh, define kid. Kid, under 18. None. No cards. None. Just a kid. None. You're pretty close to that school. None. Not <laughs> like, a single one. How do they... I chase anybody How under 18 out of my shop anyway. has your gas station had? How many times did they get busted selling smokes to kids and booze? Way more than this. Way more. Because this is none. Absolutely. That's retarded. The kids are stealing pills from their parents. They don't give a shit about pot. <laughs> yeah, right? Pot's... P- that's pussy shit, mom. Check this out. Take two of these. Call me in the morning. <laughs> oh, uh, medical pot has strong backing in Colorado. The state was the nation's first to issue state-level business licenses for marijuana-related operations. How did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, advocates are trying to get an initiative on the November ballot that would allow 21 people, 21 and older, not 21 people, uh, to legally possess up to one ounce of pot. Well, thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, in other news, 35 pounds of cocaine was found in a United Nations mail room. <laughs> By the CIA going, oh, fuck. Sorry. Derek left that in there. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
What so, happens after hours at the UN? <laughs> you will never oh, know. That's what UN stands for. You <laughs> Unknown. will never know. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um. So if doesn't having a medical marijuana bill voted on in your state isn't that just like oh the feds are like okay gonna go there next or they know that it's years and years before anything will actually get off the ground and running to sell people pot because it's some states haven't even got it yet they they passed their bills like years ago and they're still like i know you guys want to have a lottery and everything but right there's only three of us that can open stores for you know all of these people uh, you know, I really think that has to just do with a particular state's legislature. Yeah. But e- e- Justin Fantan, Jersey, that's that's the one I had in mind. Right. And so even even if they were to initiate this program, even though they have the law, like the same risks apply to them as any of the other and states. at a local level, if you can get a industry association going like that, you can actually get money from all the dispensaries and bring it to the city and be like, here – Go fill potholes or something. You know, like, you can actually be a really strong force in that community. And if there wasn't, I mean, I don't know. I'd always, like to see it more here. <laughs> but I've always felt that the fact that Washington, D.C. is a medical district. Mm-hmm. And it's... And federally has patients, sure. Right, yeah. and so... but. That's like the homeland of all the people saying that right. there's no medicinal value. It's in Mecca. Things. It's it's uh, so uh, uh, I don't know. Ironic to me that that so close to home they have medical marijuana, yet you know most of the business conducted there is trying to suppress it. Just making notes in I, the chat. I, there, I see that. I see for that. everyone listening at home. The word was. Pothole, okay, capital P, capital P, capital P. <laughs> so I think I think um, yeah. um, going back to the professor and going back to a few things that we were talking about. Oh, bring you it know, all around. starting starting with rescheduling. Um, I, I have no faith that Obama is going to legalize anything before he leaves office. But that's a wise first step, you think, to focus resources. Well, I think at? I think that, that rescheduling is is what's going to make or break this entire movement nationwide. Whether or not your state has a medical marijuana program, it doesn't necessarily matter because the federal law yep. says that I it's, want uh, uh, everyone to go back and listen to the very earlier episodes of the Hotbox where you'll hear us say the same exact thing. That was like two years ago. Yeah. So if but we could get if, on if that. If there's any energy <laughs> expended towards cannabis, it should be towards rescheduling. And we've and done we've done the educating. smoking it and and rescheduling it. <laughs> smoking it and rescheduling should be the two two absolutely. activities absolutely. And there's there's so many amazing tools out there that can be used to help with this, like our smartphones, <laughs> for example, <laughs> i.e., androids. Uh, mm, yes. So, um. Yeah, and the other argument I hear a lot of is that uh, the the black market guys will just open businesses and be legitimate. And it's like, is that a yeah. bad thing? Do you want people to be... It's almost like they need but us to be criminals those, so that the, they're... If, if they're not business-minded, like any other business, their business isn't going to survive. 
Exactly. The and market will figure itself out. Correct. But they, anytime, they won't let it. Anytime that something is initially started, like when, when dispensaries started opening up in Montana, there was a gajillion of them. But then over time, whether How it was many through – now. Well, there's not very many now, well, but over time, bad... you know, some opened up and they had all these great hopes, but, you know, maybe it was something how they were running their business or maybe it was their location or whatever, their products, the whatever, worked but all of a sudden out. their business kind of started to decline and people decided, well, this is too much work. For <laughs> you know this this is actually too much work Wait, growing all this I cannabis. I actually have to grow pot. I can't just go buy it from Canada like I used to allegedly. Like, <laughs> allegedly. Oh shit. So there's there's always going to be this initial rush, I think, when something new starts. It's the but gold then, rush. Like the market's going to the, the market's going to figure it out. Rush. The people that are business oriented and the people that are like doing Jason it right. Christ, for example. How how's the I'm sorry. Oh. Is I mean How's how's that? I just gave me an instant migraine. I'm sorry. I should have warned you first. I should. There's, there's a right in. way and a wrong way to go about doing things. Right. Exploiting an industry and then writing a book. It's <laughs> <laughs> self-publishing. Of. <laughs> I just okay. Moving forward. <laughs> right. Let's say one more thing so we don't end this show with Jason Christ. Oh, no. I Oh, yeah. it's We're about at the end of the hour. <laughs> but we, we got to change the subject. No, yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> good one. Awesome. I'm glad you really brought that up. I feel I feel positive about where the movement's heading. Um, I've, oh, do you? I, I, in here, I do. Out here... <laughs> I'm Not excited. So I'm excited for uh, Getz to get his teeth into some states. I'm excited um, to look flesh. through that. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, he makes there, some really good is points. there a summary? Just read it. Okay, it's 63 pages of double spaced large text. So oh, word. it it really boils down to about 12 pages. Is it online? Yeah, I just post, posted it in the post, chat. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just posted it I'll in the put, chat. I'll put it on the hotbox. Uh, we'll have to copy site. and paste it because there's like a, a. Yeah, I'll fix that. I'll I'll put a link to it in the in the show notes, but uh, I'll I'll upload it to our server so it's there and fast, and you can download it from there and not <laughs> not have to rely on whatever the fuck this is. URLs should not have spaces in them. When they do, the spaces get converted to percent to zero, and that is Unicode or whatever for space. So, there you go. You learned something today. How about that? How about that? That's why you should hire Matt to do things. I know. I'm just saying. I'm very useful. Very resourceful. My old age. <laughs> so, yeah. I think do we, we covered everything. Focus on rescheduling. Um, oh, here. Let's, let's talk about this before we uh, get out of here. This is from the Washington Post. I mean, basically... We've we've talked about this one spot uh, that's crossing the border that is just like Willie Nelson got popped there, Snoop Dogg got popped there. It's like all the celebrities, and it's all these marijuana busts. And it, there's this sheriff. <laughs> this this is just terrible. Nestled among the few remaining businesses that dot a rundown highway in this dusty West Texas town stands what's become surprise destination for marijuana toting celebrities. The Hudspeth County Jail. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Willie Nelson. Snoop Dogg. Actor Army Hammer. They've been among the thousands of people busted for possession at a Border Patrol checkpoint 
outside of town. Bring a lot of notoriety to a Texas town like this. Once I was in Arizona. When I said where I was from, they said, Hooey! That's where Willie Nelson was busted. Hudspeth County. Cameos aren't only for outlaws. Action movie star Steven motherfucking Seagal. Damn right. Lawman. That's that's the lawman. He was there. Got his autograph. Busted him from marijuana. Damn right. I bust anybody. So... Uh, deputies posed for pictures with Snoop Dogg after authorities said they found several joints on his bus. Nelson, he was busted here back in 2010. And that prosecutor said, hey, you settle this charge right now by performing Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. And Willie said, hey, hand me my guitar. You know what he did? Well, shit. He done did that song. Brought a tear to my eye, and the judge said, Dismissed. I'll never forget that day. Never. Got his autograph, too. Busts in for marijuana. Damn right. I do my job. Wouldn't that be funny if that was the penalty for other crimes? Okay, you have, you have to, to learn sing how Willie to. Nelson's blue <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Shit. your punishment is you have Shit. to learn how to play and sing this song, and you will have to perform it in two weeks. In front of a in front of a jury of the jury. In front of your friends. And if, and if they don't like it. We're going through your phone and getting the top ten and that's who. <laughs> right. Fuck. And if you can't if if you don't if you can't the audience deal. then you get this sentence. <laughs> going to hell, boss. Hooey. Alright. Well I think that that's that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thanks for joining us, everybody, for this fun, fun live show. It's always a good time here. On Hotbox Podcast TV. Hotbox TV. Find us on Stitcher. Smart Radio. It's in the, in the intertubes. Those guys are making laws. And they suck. Your laws suck. We're going to fix that, though, huh? Ian for president. I'm going to be the sheriff. I'm sheriff around here. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Matt. <laughs> All right. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave us a message 406 204 4687. Catch us on the Google Plus, on the Facebooks, huh? on the Twitters. We're on all of those, all of the above, right? And yes, you are. Yes, I am. That's me posting on them. Ian has his own. You can find him online if you can. If uh, you can. If you can. It's a challenge. That's right. Make sure you're subscribing to iTunes. Do me a favor right now. If you're listening to this, go to iTunes and find us. Type in the hotbox. Find us. And write a goddamn review. Just write one. Quick. Five stars. Click. Boom. There. Done. <laughs> if we get enough of those, I will sleep a lot better at night. Just saying. Uh, thank you, Ian. It's been a yeah. pleasure. I, I treasure these moments where we have discussions you keep about them in a little box with a lock on I it. I do. They're in that little glass pyramid there with the mirror on the bottom. The mirror Wait, focuses. There's a little glass right there, right next to the Intel first ever digital camera <laughs> wet slash webcam. Retro. <laughs> retro. Very retro. So, all right, guys. Uh, check us out online, hotboxpodcast.com. You can find links to all of our stuff there and all of our friends who do shows. And uh, we'll see you later. Peace. If you
you like you like we where where you need to be Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.